And because you've learned to condition your mind and heart, the Lord sees fit that he can trust you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. You've lived a life of true repentance. When you said, I will never do that dirty sin again, the Lord saw it in your heart that you were very, very sincere. And now you can receive the spirit of God. I hope you guys are having a beautiful start. Happy Monday for those of you here in the United States. Happy Tuesday for those of you on the other side of the world. God bless you all. Um, I wanted to come on and talk about something that uh, the Lord gave me revelation on earlier in the day. And um, the Lord also, uh, he reminded me of something that as a Christian, I feel that we must never, ever, ever, ever compromise in. And today's episode is called To Television. Now, it has its obvious context. <coughs> Excuse me. It has its obvious context, but I, 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 I want to kind of walk you through. Uh, I want to kind of walk you through what the deeper meaning of it is and how it relates to how does TV, the area of TV and entertainment, how does how can it affect a Christian in uh, uh, in different areas of our lives? But uh, I'm going to be reading from Ephesians chapter two, verses one through three. But before I begin, as always, I want to say a quick prayer. So let's quickly bow our heads and pray. Father God. In your mighty holy name, I plead the blood of Jesus over this episode. I plead the blood of Jesus over this microphone, and I plead the blood of Jesus over all those who are within the sound of my voice and all those who receive this message. Give me the daily manna, Father God, to breathe life into your people. Give me the daily manna that helps people to receive the truth, your people to receive the truth. Help me do as you do, hear as you hear, and speak as you speak. Guide us and lead us into all truth. Father God, allow your spirit to pour and flow through us, Father God, that we may do your will and let your will be done today, tomorrow, and all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, guys, so going into it, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. And you who he made alive, I'm sorry, and you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. <coughs> Excuse me. Children of y'all, I come to you with this topic because I've been hearing all over social media and I've been seeing all throughout the news, this news that this uh, news anchor from Fox News by the name of Chris Tucker, he got fired and he's now doing his own thing. And children of Yah, I just want to be the first to tell you what the Lord has told me when I was in the gym today. Always stand boldly for the truth. Do not allow yourselves to be deceived by what is going on in the world. The Bible, it says, like I just read in Ephesians chapter two, that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. <coughs> Excuse me. In other words, he controls the airwaves. He controls um, the message that is being spread. <coughs> oh, excuse me. The message that is being spread throughout the world. He controls the narrative. But, however, it says that he is a prince and he is not a king. Now, why exactly does it say that Satan is a prince? It's because we are made in the image and likeness of God. 
Satan can't just do whatever he wants to do because he is a fallen angel. He no longer has that authority and he no longer has that power. And to be honest, neither does the rest of the the rest of the angels in heaven. The Bible says that we in first Corinthians. Uh, um, I forget which verse it is, but it's in first Corinthians. It says that we will be able to judge even the angels. Yes, the angels war on our behalf, but it's because we are made in the image and likeness of God. Okay. So Satan does not have the authority to do what he wants to do. He doesn't have the power. The only way he can release his sorcery, he can release his witchcraft, he can release his 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 uh 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 his spirit of death into the world is if we give him permission to do so. And how do we do this? We give him permission through the various programs that he likes to throw out into the world. We give him permission through the music that we like to listen to, the music that exalts itself against the knowledge of the Most High God, the music that has all kinds of subliminals, because I keep telling people all the time, it's not the lyrics, it's not what people say, but the spirit behind what people say. Even if the message is positive, it could be a so-called Christian program program that we see in Netflix, that we see on, on Amazon Prime, that we see on Hulu or whatever, or whatever it is, or regular TV, regular cable TV, whatever it is. But there is a subliminal message behind it. And Satan loves to hide in darkness. He works in darkness. You got to ask yourselves, why is the news always negative? How come we never see anything positive on the news? Because Satan needs that negative energy into the world. He needs that negative energy and the people who allow it into their lives to feed the demons. He needs that negative energy so that people, no matter, no matter how blinded they may be, oh, I love this horror TV show. Oh, I love, I gotta watch the news first thing in the morning, every single morning. No matter how, no matter how they feel about their various programs, it's an unexplainable reason to them why they're struggling with the spirit of depression, why they're struggling with the spirit of anxiety, why they're struggling with the, the spirit of anger and bitterness and envy and all these different things. It's because when we indulge in these things, and this is why I call it to television, because to television, television is the primary thing. When we engage in all of these demonic programs on television, we open a door that gives the devil legal access to our souls. This is how the devil finds a way to spread his magic, to spread his sorcery. You got to ask yourself, look at the movies these days. How many of these movies have are getting more and more increasingly demonic? How many more of these movies have so many subliminal messages? Some of you Christians, you're not really aware of what is really going on. Some of you Christians, you're not really aware of... of of the hidden symbols, of the hidden this, the hidden that. You have to study. Stu the Bible says, be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. Study where these messages come from. So if you see, if you see a symbol of a pentagram, study the history of the pentagram, and you're going to find out that none of it comes from God. And anything that doesn't come from God, anything that is not in his world that God gives full edification to, that God gives full light to and says that it is his is obviously of the devil. There are Christians who are foolish enough to believe that their program is quote unquote harmless. Harmless is the very, very thing, children of y'all, that the devil counts on us to depend on for his magic to be released into our souls. You all, it's just a harmless program. It's not going to do nothing. It's, it's, it's not going to do nothing. Oh, really? But if you repeat the same thing over and over and over again, but you start, notice, you start to feel different. You start to feel like you're slipping further and further away. You once walked so strongly with the Lord, but because you decided to watch a hard TV show, Every single day, now you're having unexplainable nightmares every single night. Now you're feeling a certain way whenever you walk out the door every single day. 
Children, yeah, we got to stop engaging in these things. The Bible says, I will put no evil thing before my eyes. I will put no evil thing before my eyes. Satan gets this negative energy from to hell a vision. There's a reason why they call it television, children of Yah. Why? Because the devil told your vision. The devil likes to tell us what he is going to do through media, music, and TV. You think that Marvel movie that you saw was just entertainment. No, it was not entertainment. That is what he intends to do. Oh, don't be foolish, Shaq. There's no such thing as monsters. You know, there, there, there's nothing like that. Read your Bible, children of Yah. Look in the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation says that God even gives the devil for a short period of time because he's here on the earth, the power to rain signs from heaven. What do you think those signs are if it's the devil, children of Yah? What do you think those signs are? Where do you think those signs come from? Children of Yah, let me tell you what the devil told me. I'm not the devil, excuse me. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Let me reveal to you what God told me when I went to the secret place with him today when I was in the steam room. I, I, I said to him, first and foremost, Father God, thank you for delivering me out of my situations. Thank you for delivering uh, deliver me out of, you know, circumstances and, and different things that I was struggling with in my personal life. And then what he said to me was be a bold, uh, person for the truth. Do not allow yourself to be deceived by what is going on out there. Do not allow yourself to be caught off guard or distracted by what is going on out there. Satan has many avenues in which he and the sons of disobedience work in, and the media is one of them. All this news with, with uh, uh, Tucker, uh, the Tucker guy, Tucker Carlson, don't believe it. Children of Yah, don't believe anything that is on TV, because let me tell you something. The devil has his hand in everything in this world that makes money. The devil has his hand in every single subliminal. TV is controlled by some very, very wicked, wicked, wicked people. Nobody knows who these people are. They're so high up. In his echelons, they're so high up, they don't even make themselves known. They don't need the people that the devil wants you to think are in control. Oh, George Soros. Oh, uh, uh, Barack Obama. Oh, Hillary Clinton. They're not even the top people in charge. You got to realize something. It's everything that is unfolding right before your eyes is a script designed to deceive you, designed to gratify the lusts of your flesh. Oh, I got to watch the news every single morning when I wake up before I go to work. Why would you want to start the day off with negative, bad news? And then you go out into the world more cynical, more anxious, more scared, more depressed, more distrusting of the very good people who are trying to help you in your life. Why would you start the day off like that? Christians, some of you watch horror shows. Why are you watching horror shows? Why are you watching murder mysteries? The Bible says, casting down the imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the most high God. The Bible also says, take captive every single thought. You got to understand something. In order for someone to create something as wicked as a horror show, a murder mystery, they had to conjure up the most demonic thing in their mind and say, I'm going to put that on TV. I'm going to put that on TV and people are going to watch it. And there are some of you Christians, you just eat it all up. And then you have nightmares and you want to pretend like you don't know where these nightmares come from. You got to realize, children and y'all, everything in this world is spiritual. As it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual. Everything in this world is spiritual.
everything. Don't be surprised when you hear on the news the crimes that people commit against humanity are going to be more and more wicked, more and more senseless. We're entering into a time, children of Yah, that Jesus said, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. We are entering a time where people will start killing each other just because they looked at someone's wife, just because they took the last parking space at the supermarket, just because someone looked at them a certain way and thought it was offensive. The crimes will be more and more senseless. I was talking to a friend uh, last week or the week before, and she she had explained to me. She said, "Shaq, I have this. I have this thing. You know, I just I just be wanting to fight all the time." And I I, I, I said I said, "Listen," I said, "What state are you in?" And she told me what state she was in. I'm not going to put that information on there, but she told me what state she's in. And I and I said, "Listen, the state you're in." A lot of people own guns in your state. And I'm a gun guy, children of y'all. Make no mistake about that. I am a 2A supporter. The Bible is very, very supportive of self-defense. Very, very supportive. How else can you explain Israel going through thousands of years of warfare? How else can you explain that? God gave them the tools to win every single battle, even if they lost. God graciously gave them that strength once they turned to him. But I digress. I said, you live in a gun state. You got you to gotta be mindful. The Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. By you having an adverse reaction to what somebody does, what you're basically telling them is you're free to control me as you see fit. And you're going to let them provoke you into an argument. You can't just walk up on people like that because you don't know what people are capable of. You don't know what people are, are ready to do. There are people out there that literally kill you. They're, they literally wait for an excuse. Oh, I wish I wish some idiot will try me today. I wish some fool would try me today. I want him to try me today. And then that fool happens to be you not calling you a fool, but that person happens to be you. And then bad turns into more worse and then worse turns into deadly and fatal. And that might be your last day. And the last day you have on this earth was an adverse reaction. What does this have to do with television? Imagine the last thing you watched on TV was a horror show. And then the next day, the Lord took your life. Or after that, the Lord took your life and you had no opportunity to repent. The Bible refers to it as eating things, sacrifice to idols. It's not actually physically eating something, children of Yah. When the Bible talks about eating, eating the bread, what God gives us to go and preach out into the world, that's called the daily bread because we're eating his word. We're eating, we're consuming the things of the help is knowledge, his wisdom and understanding. And that understanding feeds us spiritually. So when the Bible talks about eating things, sacrifice to idols, we're eating something that God has not approved of. We're feeding our spirit something that can damage our good standing with God. And is very, very, very detrimental to our spiritual growth and can even sever the connection that we have to God, depending on what it is. One of the things that Jesus told the disciples in Mark, Mark chapter 13, I believe it was, when he talks about the signs of the end times, the first thing he said. When the disciples asked him, what proof do we have that you're going to come back? The first thing that he said, children of Yah, was take heed that no one deceives you. 
take heed that no one deceives you. And children of Yah, television, it's called television for a reason. What is the devil telling you? Some of you sit there and say, well, I watched, well, I used, I used TV to watch the gospel. I use TV to watch Christian stuff. Oh, really? Really? Check out the backgrounds of some of the people you're watching. See, a lot of these people, they're actually false prophets. And they have their portion. Because the Bible says that the, the false prophets will rise up and deceive many. I was watching so I was watching these so-called pastors on TV. It was on the Morning Star Network. By the way, children of Yah, the Morning Star is an idol. But these pastors were preaching on the Morning Star Network. People like Benny Hinn, people like Joel Osteen, and others. I can't, I don't have time to go through the names. Creflo Dollar, I believe, was one of them. But see, here's the thing, children of y'all. You could have, even if you have, I got into a conversation today where I had one person say, the one way you can find a false prophet is through what they teach. And I simply explained to him, like I'm telling you guys earlier, it's not what they say, but the spirit behind what people say, because you could have a guy who knows the Bible from front to back. And don't forget children of y'all, Satan was once an angel too. He knows scripture. He knows the system. He knows the legalities. He knows the ins and outs. He knows the crooks and the crannies of the kingdom. Not to say that there are crooks and crannies, but he knows the system. He knows how to deceive. The Bible refers to him as that serpent of old, the great deceiver. He knows scripture better than most of us do. So when you, when, when you could have somebody who knows scripture from front to back, cover a cover, let's just say it's a pastor. He knows the scriptures and you're like, man, this dude is right. But then you find out that he's had 896 affairs. He's having sex with underage minors. He slept with the deacon's wife and had an adulterous relationship with her over the past six years. And no one knew it. No one discerned it. No one, at, no one inquired of the Holy Spirit about him. No one saw the spirit of adultery in his eyes, the spirit of lust in his eyes, the spirit of sexual immorality in his eyes. No one picked up on it. So what does that say about his doctrine? He was preaching from the Bible, but because he wasn't a doer of the word, his preaching was covered with a spirit of death. Children of Yah. It was covered with a spirit of death. And there are many, many people, many Christians, believe it or not, they don't know what it means to test the spirit with the spirit. They don't know what it means to test the spirit with the spirit. And if, if you have the spirit, you can see and discern. What is in people long before you have a conversation with them? You can see it, children of y'all. But you see, the thing is, you got to come to that place where you have a very strong relationship with the Lord. You've spent so much time in presence with the Lord. You've learned to condition your mind and heart towards the things of the Spirit of God. You've learned to condition your mind and heart. And because you've learned to condition your mind and heart, the Lord sees fit that he can trust you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. You've lived a life of true repentance. When you said, I will never do that dirty sin again, the Lord saw it in your heart that you were very, very sincere. And now you can receive the spirit of God. You can receive that into you and you can use the spirit to help you, as the Bible says, lead you and guide you into all truth. 
And that includes the truth about what is going on in television. A lot of it is fake. And a lot of Christians are buying the cheese, hook, line, and sinker. A lot of Christians who shouldn't be buying it are buying it. A lot of Christians are not studying for themselves. A lot of Christians, they don't even read the Bible. They like to turn, tune into this show called The Chosen. A lot of them don't even understand that the actor who plays Jesus, he's a Catholic who has nothing to do with Christianity. Plus, he's part of the occult. Uh, uh, he's part of the occult group Skull and Bones 223. Some of you Christians don't know what that is. Look it up. Do some research. And this actor, he's not what everybody thinks he is. The show is not what people think it is. It's not. And before this show even existed, what was there? Before there was actual TV, what was there? See, some of you Christians, you got to stop using YouTube. You got to stop using Facebook. You got to stop using TV and music to discern the things of the spirit of God. First Corinthians 2.14 says, for the natural man cannot perceive the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor does he know them because they are spiritually discerned. That means that the things of the spirit of God, you're not going to be able to understand what they mean through anything in this world. The only way you can understand the things of the spirit of God is by worshiping the Lord in spirit and truth. You have to be deep in your word and be in the secret place to discern what that word means in the kingdom of heaven. What that word Word means to the Holy Spirit, what that word means and how it applies to you and your life. This is how it works, children of Yah. And there's a hidden agenda pretty much behind everything on TV. Even the Food Network. You know, you got to ask yourself, when you turn into the Food Network channel, why is there always a homosexual in every single cooking show? Why is there always a homosexual on HGTV? Why is it that every time you turn to Netflix and you get involved in this series by episode number eight, nine, or 10, there's a homosexual doing something that is very, very unclean? Excuse me. Why is it? Because the main purpose of the plan is to get you to eat things that are sacrificed to idols. They're showing you how to intertwine with the devil's food. They're showing you how to intertwine with the king with the devil's kingdom. They're showing you how they want to normalize it in your society. They want Men identifying as women, women identifying as men. They want men in women's bathrooms. They want the lines of what is a man and what is a woman to be blurred even more. They want to use the pronouns. These are the people, children, and you know how they're doing it? They're doing it through TV to television. To television. Going back to using the Facebook and the YouTube thing for discernment, you say, well, well, you're on Facebook. You say, well, you're on YouTube. Yes, I am. But what am I telling you? I'm telling you to study for yourselves. I'm telling you to go in the secret place for yourselves, to discern the spirits and all things, to discern the truth and all things, and to see the deception for what it really is which is that a deception take heed that no one deceives you children of Yah. take heed to that some of you christians you idolize these people because they're fake they put on an act like they're like just the sweetest person in the world like oh i love this person you know they're they're just they're just so sweet. They're really nice people. These people are demonic. They do so many wicked things off camera that the spirit has shown me. A lot of them, they rape, molest, 
and sexualize children. They have the blood of innocent children on their hands. A lot of these, a lot of these celebrities that you people idolize, and yes, even the women, they're some of the most vile people on the planet. Well, you don't know what well, you don't know what you're talking about. You need to stop judging other people. Why don't you just leave people alone? Use discernment. The truth is the truth. The Bible says you will be hated for the namesake of Jesus Christ. Being Christian is not a popularity contest. Some, some of us, we're trying to make Christianity into a business. We're trying to make Christianity in, in, into a thing for profit. The kingdom of God is not for profit. The Bible says, what good does it do for a man to profit the world but lose his soul? The real money isn't here. The real money is in the kingdom. Children of Yah, we got to stop tuning into these things that the that God calls unclean. There's so much deception around us. Even the children, thank you, Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is leading me to talk about the parents leading the children, allowing them to watch certain programs. Do you know that the devil uses the color science in these cartoon shows to deceive the kids, to attract the kids into thinking, ooh, shiny colors? Like that Disney show, What's the name of that show? Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Some of you Christians, you're letting your kids watch these programs. What are you doing? Some of you are, for some of you, it's so blatantly obvious, but you don't want to believe it. Well, there's nothing else. Like, what am I supposed to do? I got to find my way to entertain my, my, my son. I got to find some kind of way to entertain my daughter. The Bible says train a child up in the way they should go. And when they grow old, they will not depart from it. We have a responsibility to protect these children. Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because you reject knowledge, I will also reject you from being priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Children of Yah, it is a very dire consequence that your children suffer the hardest because of a decision you made to forsake their spiritual protection, their spiritual growth, their spiritual upbringing. A lot of parents, I see a lot of parents stupidly make this mistake and they wonder why their kids act up. They wonder why their kids are rebellious. They wonder why their kids are very disrespectful in the home. They wonder why their kids don't listen to mommy and daddy, don't listen to any of their direction. They wonder why their kids are always getting in trouble in school, always getting in trouble with other people, always getting in trouble with the law, and then they end up truants, and then they end up either in jail or dead in the streets. Or, or their parents, their, uh, the, the kids, they come into this world, excuse me, and they're struggling with something spiritual, the spirit of homosexuality, the spirit of sexual immorality, the spirit of murder, the spirit of envy. They're struggling with all these different things because somewhere along the line, you opened a door through something you chose to entertain, whether it was TV, whether it was music, or whether it's that secret sin that you refuse to give up and kill at the cross. See, children, I got to be honest with you. I don't have any children now. I don't have any children now, but I'm going to make sure, listen, God, do not let me have children if there is an open door to my heart, because I do not want my kids to go into this world eating every single thing that's sacrificed to an idol. I'm not going into this world with that. I don't, I, listen, I don't, I don't want that in my hands. I don't want that blood in my hands because I'm responsible for them. And I take that seriously. Some of you say until you become a until you become a father, you know, you won't understand until then. Listen, 
There are some parents who subscribe to the notion, let the kids do whatever they want, and then they'll come to Jesus later. Why would you let your child make every single mistake that harms them just for them to come to Jesus? What if they never come to Jesus? The Bible says train a child up in the way they should go. And letting a kid, letting a child make every single decision that goes against God, letting a child make every single rebellious decision that goes against what God has called them to do, I'm sorry, but not sorry, is not right. Because my mother let me do whatever, whatever I wanted to do. She wasn't mindful of my spiritual growth when I was a kid. Luckily, I didn't get, in, I didn't get into too much trouble because I believe that I had the Lord guiding me in certain instances in my life. The Lord kept me away from certain people. He kept me out of certain situations, and I wasn't feeling it anyway. You know, I saw some of my friends in, in uh, adolescent days make some decisions and do some things that I just wasn't completely cool with in my heart. I wasn't cool with it. And I, I wanted nothing to do with it. But the right thing to do is you got to introduce them to the things of the spirit of God. And it's not always do this, do that, because I said so. Tell them why. Tell them why they should do something that God approves of. Tell them why to stay away from the fire. Tell them, tell them why you don't want them to watch a certain TV show. Oh, but my friends are watching it. Your friends are being led by parents who honestly don't care for them. They just want to come home. They want to sleep. They want to, they want to do what they do. Don't bother me right now. The Bible says whoever spares the rod hates their child. If you do not care, I forgot the second half of that verse, but if you do not care to keep your child on the righteous path before God, first of all, if you're a believer of God, then 1 Corinthians chapter 7 says that your belief sanctifies and covers the whole home. Otherwise, your children would not be clean, which means if you are a believer of the gospel, if you are a believer that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, then your children are clean. So as Christians, as Christian parents, we have a, we have a responsibility. I'm not a parent yet, but I'm speaking as if I am. We have a responsibility to use that covering to guide the children and to make sure to keep them from the unclean thing, to keep them from the music, the, 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 the secular music, the secular TV shows, the secular world, what everybody else is into, that they are at risk of thinking it feels good. We have a responsibility to keep them from those things. We have a responsibility to say, no, 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 stay away from that. Because if you introduce yourself to that, it's going to cause a lot of trouble in your heart. You're going to be sad for no apparent reason. You're going to feel pretty hurt. You're going to feel pretty angry for no apparent reason. And you don't want to go through that. It's the basic pleasure island. And that's what TV, that's what television is doing to so many Christians. Anybody who's familiar with the story Pinocchio, at one point, he goes to pleasure island. You could do whatever you want. You could have whatever you want. You could destroy whatever you want. You could drink. You could smoke. You could party. You could do whatever you want with no consequences. It's all yours. Do as thou wilt. But then what those children weren't told was the consequences of their actions. What they weren't told was that they would all be turned into donkeys. And children of Yah. We can't let our children and ourselves do whatever we want to do without the consequences. Just because you haven't experienced the consequences yet doesn't mean you won't. God watches. God watches everything. Don't get caught, as I've heard it said from someone else before, don't get caught in the act, in the middle of the sin that you want to commit 
God could just decide to take your life right then and there for no reason. And medical science will try to explain the cause of your death and they will not be able to explain anything. They might out of the blue just decide to say, oh, he died of an aneurysm. He died of a blood clot to the brain to the brain or something like that. They're going to try to make it sound all nicey and dicey so that, oh, it's, it's, it's been proven by science. But the truth of the matter is there are people in this world who die for no medical cause of reason because God decided to take their life right then and there. Remember Ananias and Sapphira. They stole money from the church and then lied to the Holy Spirit about it. They blasphemed against the Holy Spirit. And this is in the New Testament. And the Lord saw fit to take their lives right then and there. Children of Yah, don't think that the same thing can't happen. Don't think that the same thing cannot happen to your kids. Just because God took the firstborn out of all who weren't covered by the blood in the book of Exodus in Egypt doesn't mean he won't do it again. Now, he won't take all of the firstborn, but you got to put yourself in this mindset, children of Yah. This is the fear of the Lord. You got to understand that you are under the supervision over someone, uh, uh, by someone, by the Most High God who can take anything and everything away from you. I've experienced that once in my life. I lost my car, my job, my business. My side incomes and my ex at the time, all within the same week. And God told me, you need to humble yourself. Now, that was on the lighter end of the spectrum, but I'm very, very mindful of the Lord's power. I do not want to enter into that season ever again in my entire life. I don't want that. And some of you Christians, you're led to believe that because you have the grace, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. You can do whatever it is. Oh, God has grace. You know, it's this reckless love. God, he will destroy boulders. He will destroy brick walls to get to me. Wake up. The Bible says in the book of James, draw nearer to God and he will draw nearer to you. Cleanse your hearts, you double-minded. Purify your hearts, you sinners. Wake up. Some of you think I'm being harsh. The second most loving thing you can do in this world is to tell someone to repent, to come out of the fire, to come out of the harlot to come out of the flesh and walk according to the spirit. If I see my son or my daughter playing with fire, I'm going to tell him, get away from that. But why? Because you're going to get burned and it's going to hurt. It's going to be one of the worst pains you've ever felt in your entire life. Don't go near that fire. Me telling someone to repent is no different. It's the same exact thing. Stay out of the fires of hell. Some of you are so in love with your sin because the devil has blinded your eyes from seeing the fires of hell with it. Some of us who are completely free. I struggle with a pornography addiction for 22 years and I finally saw towards the end of it, the fires of hell. It almost drove me to commit suicide. I saw the fires of hell in my sin. And I said, no more. I want your power, God. I want the ability to do your signs and wonders for the kingdom so that everybody can say it wasn't me who did it, but I could say it was God that did it through me. This is what I wanted. Some of you haven't gotten to a place in your faith where, where you, you want it that badly yet. You want the sin more than you want that. You know, you want the fornication. You want to have sex with multiple, multiple, multiple women. You want to look at women. You want to idolize. You want to idolize people. You want to idolize this, that, and the third. Children of Yah. One day, that sting of that sin is going to bite you. And it's going to kill you. 
because you have shown the Lord time and time again that you have no desire to know who he is. You have no desire to seek the oil and the anointing for your life. You have no desire to seek it. And he's going to be like, depart from me. I never knew you. You were more interested in playing church rather than living church. You got to come out of the fire, children of y'all. If this message is piercing your heart, congratulations. It's supposed to. The truth is supposed to pierce your heart. The truth is supposed to convict you, not condemn you, convict you. This is a righteous message that is designed to tell you, get back on track. Maybe once upon a time, you ran well, but who hindered you, children of Yah? This is the right time. While the Lord still has given you this hour to get back on track. Get back on track. Continue to seek the things of the spirit of God. Continue to purify your heart. Continue to repent and be baptized for the remissions of your sins. So you can one day receive the Holy Ghost, maybe in an instant. All it takes is one encounter. Some of you feel like, well, I'm just too far gone. I don't know if God will ever forgive me for what I did. All it takes, children of Yah, is one encounter. All it takes is one encounter. We're so limited by our logical perspective. Oh, I gotta, I gotta do this much. I got to read this much. I got to study this much. And I'm not saying not to read or study. That's not what I'm saying. Pay attention. But we're so caught up in this logical mindset of, well, I got to do so much to catch up. All it takes is one encounter. All it takes is that one moment on the road to Damascus. That one encounter with Jesus changed Paul's whole game that one encounter one encounter with the 12 disciples changed everything especially peter especially peter that one encounter in one day can give you thousands of years of knowledge thousands of years of the spirit inside you the bible says a thousand years can be to one day and one day could be to a thousand years with the Lord. One encounter. What could you do with one encounter? That one day you spent in the presence of the Lord, the Lord may not see it that way. He might have given you thousands of years of wisdom, and knowledge, and understanding in your heart. And you carry that knowledge with you to stay clear of the things that are unclean. To be mindful of what the devil is trying to do, to be privy to his tactics and his knowledge, to be privy to his strategy on how he wants to defeat you. I've been telling Christians everywhere, guard those back doors. I got into an ins I got into a situation about three, four weeks ago, and it caught me off guard. And I reacted in a way that would have produced the unrighteousness of God. And I just want to tell you, the lesson I learned was because I did let my guard down. I wasn't expecting it. But it's hard to stay calm when you're caught off guard. The Bible says, be vigilant for the enemy prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. You got to always be on guard. The devil is always looking for the open door. That one program you like to watch on television, please stop watching it. That one song you like to listen to that you know is not, is not of God, stop watching it. Make it a priority to fill yourself with the spirit so that you can learn the truth about the people we like to entertain. Some of us, we follow people we think are Christian, but 
the Holy Spirit reveals to us that these people are far from it. These people, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me, says the Lord. They do as the doctrines and, and traditions of men. Some, some, some people, some of these people, they, they claim to be some of the most popular Christians in the world. But then when you look at their life behind the scenes, they're not really like that. Like everybody loved Kirk Franklin in the 90s. And then he came out on Oprah and admitted that he had a pornography addiction. Remember what I said? It's not what people say, but it's the spirit behind what people say. So even if everybody thought that Kirk Franklin was worshiping the Lord, if he had a really wicked pornography addiction, what does that tell you about his spiritual life? He wasn't really walking the walk. He was, he, he was just talking the talk. And there's a lot of Christians out there, they love to talk the talk, but they're not really about that life. They're not about that life. When you look in their eyes, like Jesus says, the eyes are the windows to the soul. You can't see that fire that they have for the Lord inside them. And children, y'all, we got to get to that place in our faith. Where, you, where we can look in each other's eyes and we can see the fire and fervency for the Lord in each other's faces, in each other's hearts, in each other's minds, in each other's spirits. I have one encounter with the Lord two years ago. And ever since then, I did not want to relinquish that. And ever since then, I made it a priority to seek more and more of the Lord's power. And some days he doesn't give it to me, but that's what makes me push harder. The Bible says, for the Lord is a consuming fire. The Lord is a consuming fire. And everything, you don't care what you have to do to pursue the Lord. If you got to preach the truth when it is extremely unpopular, when you know it's going to get you hurt, it's going to damage your reputation, you might lose your job, you might, you might be harmed, your family might be harmed, you might be seriously persecuted, you don't care what you have to do to pursue the Lord, because you realize that the only thing that matters is him. Even if you're willing to sacrifice and forsake your own family just to pursue the Lord, it means that you will do that. Because the Bible says, Christ came not to bring peace to the earth, but a sword. Christ came to divide. Are you willing to leave your own family behind? For the namesake of Jesus Christ. Are you willing to do that? And you got to get to that place. Not, not that I'm going to tell my family, listen. You know, I'll willingly give you up. You know, if they, if not, not, not to, not to be a, 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 a traitor, a traitorous to them. That would seriously harm them. To the point of even death. but. You just got to get to a place in your faith where whatever the Lord tells you to do, you do it. Some of you say, man, all I wanted to do was to fit in and be accepted. All I wanted to do was to have be loved by everybody, have so many friends by everybody. Me too. Me too. Until I had that encounter with the Lord and he said, it's time for you to boldly stand for the truth. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing it full circle. It's time for you to boldly stand for the truth. Boldly. And I knew exactly what that meant. And I fought that feeling for, what, like seven, eight, nine years? I fought it so badly because I knew the Lord was calling me into ministry but I was afraid of getting flamed and torched and fried by everyone. But now I'm, I don't care no more. See, that's the thing about being a son of God. When you're a son of God, no man scares you. You fear no one. People are going to say whatever they're going to say. They're going to do whatever they're going to do, but it don't matter. 
You boldly stand for the truth and you willingly take it like a champ. I know sometimes it's easier said than done, but this is the kind of boldness that we need to have for the kingdom. There's too many Christians out there. A lot of y'all are quiet. You're too quiet. We are living in the end times. And the only thing you want to do is curl up in a ball in your bed. Stop sleeping. Wake up. Wake up. There is a war going on. There is a war going on. And the weak in Christ they're not going to make it. The Spirit showed me many, many times some of us are going to be betrayed by some of the most closest people we love, and it's going to sting, and it's going to be people you're not even going to expect. They're just going to fall off a cliff. They're just going to fall off the face of the earth. Some of, some of you, you're going to be handed over to the enemy by the people you love out of fear and desperation. Give us such as such. And you will be able to keep your possessions. You'll be able to keep your family. You'll be able to keep your life. Okay, well, such as such, they live at 1234 Oak Tree Lane in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And then they shoot you dead. Why? Because that's the time we're living in, children of God. The great tribulation is coming. The second coming of Christ is coming. The world is going into a very, very dark abyss. And the Satan and Satan's army is gaining footholds and strongholds in the minds of so many people. Every sing, every single day, more and more people are given to a reprobate mind. More and more people, they're, they're, they're coming into a place where there's no salvation for them. The Lord has already judged them, but he hasn't told them. And some of us have to realize that the Lord is judging us. We're already being judged. Some of us have, some of us, the judgment is complete. And the Lord knows because your heart is hardened to him, that there is nothing that you can do because your heart is hardened. There's nothing that you can do to come back to the cross. But if there is that small glimmer of light, that small glimmer of hope in your heart, then come back. Come back. It's hard to come to Jesus when your heart is so cold. It's hard to come to Jesus when you're so deep in sin that you can't imagine a life without it. You can't imagine a life of freedom. You can't imagine a life of, of power, of miraculous signs and wonders, a power, a life of, of, of significance. It's hard to experience that when your hope is deferred. The Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. Some of you are hoping in things you have no business hoping in. You're hoping in, in people. You're hoping in Donald Trump. Maybe he's going to res restore the country and bring it back to normal. No, maybe the end. Maybe this really isn't the end times. Maybe all these people are just trying to fear monger and scare us. You know, what's not going to happen in this lifetime. We still got thousands and thousands of years. Uh-uh-uh. You're in for a rude awakening if you think that. We are very, very close, closer than some of you may even realize. Make the preparations now. Get out of television and get in God's vision. Get out of television and see the vision. What is the will of the Lord for your life? What is it that He wants you to do before? Your time is up. Are you going to live on in the book of life? Or are you going to die a second death in the lake of fire? You know what you need to do in your own hearts. If you are within the sound of my voice, you know exactly what you need to do. I'm going to encourage you to do it. And then pursue the Lord with everything that you have with every fiber of being inside you.
Guys, that's all I have for tonight. I pray that you guys go so in Jesus' name or grow in Jesus' name. I know it's been a while for some of you YouTube followers that I haven't posted a video. I'm going to try to update the feeds and stuff very, very soon. For those of you tuning in to my Facebook Live, I very much appreciate you. God bless you. I know for some of you in my part of the world, it's kind of late. You know, I, know, I normally don't go on this late, but I know a lot of you are going to catch the replay anyways, but I love you all. Let's be mindful of what the enemy is trying to do, and let's be very, very strong. Let's put on the armor of God. Let's put on the armor of God so we can fight against the devil and we can reclaim victory and redemption over the devil. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the strength of their testimony. Your testimony is now your strength, the gathering of your strength, the mounting up with wings like eagles, is now. I love you all. Go soul in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a good day. Thank you.